Hello there. A court has sentenced two members of the far-right Proud Boys militia to long prison terms for storming the U.S. Capitol building in January 2021. Joseph Biggs, you can see him there, a former leader of the Proud Boys, was given 17 years, one of the longest sentences among the hundreds convicted for the Capitol attack. Prosecutors say Biggs was a key figure in the organized attempts to forcibly overturn Joe Biden's 2020 election victory. And Another leader, Zachary Rell, was given 15 years. Here's our correspondent, Peter Bowes. These are some of the longest sentences imposed on anyone tried and convicted for their involvement in the January the 6th attacks. And in the case of Joe Biggs, he was seen as one of the leaders, one of the leaders in the crowd who encouraged people to move into the Capitol building the very moment that the then Vice President Mike Pence was certifying the result of the 2020 election and we now know that of course Donald Trump had spoken to that crowd earlier in the day he had discouraged strongly discouraged Mike Pence from certifying the election and encouraged the crowd to move to the Capitol building we know that there have been scores and scores of trials uh, there are more people to be sentenced and some cases are still ongoing but in the case of joe biggs and zachary real they have now been sentenced both men appeared in court before their sentencing and expressed remorse in the strongest terms joe biggs described as one of the instigators of what happened said that he had been seduced by the crowd, that he said he, he just moved forward. He said, my curiosity got the better of me. I'm not a terrorist. I don't have hate in my heart. Zachary Real said he regretted involving himself with any of it. He said he let politics consume his life and he lost track of who and what mattered. Now, their sentences of 15 and 17 years are significantly less than the judge could have imposed. In fact, prosecutors were asking for 30 plus years. And the judge explained that he wasn't belittling the level of violence on that day, but that in effect he was getting the situation in proportion, that this hadn't been a mass casualty event and that the law existed to punish the worst of the worst, perhaps for longer sentences. So that was his reasoning for imposing the sentences that he did. We also heard from the lawyer representing both of these two men, Norman Pattis, who questioned why his clients were being punished for this crime of sedition when they had been following the lead of Donald Trump and in effect suggesting that Donald Trump should also be charged in the same way but he said he hadn't been by the special prosecutor in fact he said it was the very same crime that Mr Trump had arguably encouraged others to commit. Well, as Peter Bowes mentioned there, Norman Pattis was the attorney for the Proud Boys leader, Joseph Biggs. And after the sentencing, he drew the link between his client and Donald Trump. Let's take a listen to what he had to have to say. I think there is a broader country, a crisis of legitimacy going on in this country right now. You look at the current presidential race. Where's Donald Trump in all of this? He stood on the ellipse, basically told people 74 million of his followers the election's stolen. Go to the go to the Capitol. Fight like hell or you won't have a country anymore. Some people listened to him. Uh, were they supposed to know that he was full of hot air? Um, and was he full of hot air? 
I look forward to his trials. I look forward to seeing him testify someday. You know, if your president tells you your country's been stolen, the country that people fought and died for, people are trying to take your vote from you, how are you supposed to react to that? And these people reacted violently and to their detriment. Adam Klasfeld is the senior legal correspondent for The Messenger. He was in the courthouse for the hearing and told us more about the sentencing. When it comes to the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, the sentences that were handed down today, uh, 17 years for Joe Biggs, 15 years for Zachary Rail, are right in line with a sentence that was dealt to the leader of the Oath Keepers, uh, Stuart Rhodes, who was dealt an 18-year sentence. And it's worth mentioning that the two judges who handed down those sentences, the one who dealt the sentence today was a Trump appointment. The one who dealt the sentence in the uh, Oath Keepers case was an Obama appointee. So you have two different judges coming to the same conclusion that that's what these seditious conspiracy crimes uh, should uh, lead to in terms of a heavy sentence. Well, you mentioned it there, um, conspiracy and sedition. We should, we should point out, shouldn't we, that uh, Donald Trump is facing um, charges of conspiracy, which are different. So to what extent can this case shed light on the federal case being brought against Donald Trump? As the attorney for the Proud Boys had mentioned in that clip that you played a little bit earlier, uh, he had mentioned in court that former President Trump has not been charged with seditious conspiracy, which is a very heavy charge that essentially punishes a plot to overthrow the government by force or block the execution of its laws. Uh, those were charged against what prosecutors called the foot soldiers of January 6th. The people like the Proud Boys, the people like the Oath Keepers. Uh, it was notably not a charge that special counsel Jack Smith brought against Trump. And I think that one of the things that a lot of uh, a conclusion that a lot of legal commentators came to is that Jack Smith was seeking to be uh, very targeted in his charges, that to, if you read the indictment closely, it focuses on the broader attempts to overturn the election without actually getting into the weeds of what happened on January 6th. And it was something that the attorney for the Proud Boys, Norm Pattis, who's also uh, an attorney for Alex Jones, the uh, right-wing conspiracy theorist broadcaster, uh, had mentioned, he, he latched on it, and he said in court, in fact, uh, I wonder why that man uh, hasn't been charged with seditious conspiracy and why he isn't answering to that charge. And it's very clear from uh, Jack Smith's indictment right now, uh, the four charges are very targeted. It's obstruction of an official proceeding, uh, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding, conspiracy to defraud the United States, and a civil rights law from the Reconstruction era. So very much framing it in the focus of the broader efforts to overturn the election rather than simply the events of January 6th. Adam Klusfeld there.